0: Good evening and welcome to another edition of This One Life Stories That Shape You. I'm Sharon Witt and my special guest this evening is Grace Truman. She's an Australian writer, actor and currently Year 12 student and is the star of the award-winning web series Graceful. She's currently in the throes of Year 12 and she joins me this evening. Hi Grace, it's so nice to chat to you again. Hi, Sharon. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's just lovely always to chat with you. Um, right now, you're in the throes of Year Twelve. Tell me how that's going. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so far, it's been all right. Uh, it's definitely um, a balancing act,
1: I would have to say. Uh, trying to uh, find time to balance schoolwork and also time for myself. Uh, and. There's a lot of um, pressure and stresses that come with it, but it's also a really enjoyable year because I get to study exactly what I want to study and um, it's a great relationship that you have with all your teachers at this
0: point. Yeah, it certainly does mature, doesn't it? You kind of get to year 12 and I guess in, in your experience you probably um, feel this too, that you you end up having more of an, um, I guess, an adult sort of peer relationship with your teachers once you get to year 12. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um yeah, you you learn learn so much from them.
0: Yeah. I guess it sort of shifts around year twelve where it's like, well, everyone's here for one reason to get you through the year and to support you the best you can. So um what are you hoping to do after year twelve? Have you got any plans?
1: Yeah, well look originally I was hoping to go on a gap year and go travelling through Europe, but with COVID-19, I don't think that will be the case next year. Mm. Um, So I'm probably going to start a degree. Um, I want to do a double degree in science and art. To hopefully move into a career in science communication.
0: Oh, wonderful. Oh, that's awesome. So, Grace, you are the star of the series. It's uh, Amazing Grace and now called Graceful. Um, that stemmed out of, I guess, if we go back seven years ago, um, losing your beautiful dad, um, uh, Australian actor Jeff Truman. Um, and he passed away really suddenly. And you were only 10 at the time, is that correct? Yeah, 10. Yeah. Such a difficult time. Um, There are many people out there who are probably listening right now who have been through a similar grief journey, um, perhaps losing a parent or a sibling. Um, What advice could you give them right now if they have just recently experienced a a great loss or even in the last few years? What advice would you give them?
1: Um, I guess the best advice I could give is keep talking about the person who you lost um, Mm. because it's so important to keep their memories alive um, because they can disappear or slip away so quickly, faster than you even anticipate. So if you um, keep telling stories, then you bring that person back to life um, a lot of the time. And also, um, I guess, with distance, sometimes you can even just you can just enjoy those memories and you can laugh um, if they're funny stories that you have. Um, but, yeah, no, telling those stories is really important and also trying to communicate those stories to other people and letting p- other people know that it's all right to talk about the person who has died because most people don't know how to handle you at that point, um, particularly, I think, for a lot of kids or people who have been in my situation of losing a parent or even a, a sibling as well people don't know how to handle kids and kids who are grieving. And there's all these different expectations about what grief should look like, mm. but you, you get to, as a person who's lost someone, you get to dictate how, um, what you need at this point in time, you're the only one who knows what is going to help you at this point, or you don't, might not even know, but you just, um, you're you're working out what you need, and if you need to speak about the person who's died, then you that that's what you've got to do.
0: That's such good advice, Grace. That and really no one can tell you how to grieve, and, and there is no right or wrong way. And I think that's really important. Just with any young person, there's no right or wrong way to to do anything. Really, you know, as far as yeah. your emotions go. Um, and I think it's really important um, to allow that grief journey to evolve. Because I think different personalities would deal with um, grief in different ways. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think though the one thing that it has taught me, or losing my dad, is that you, you might not know what to do, but each day try and make the most of it. Um, it's hard at first, but try and make the most of it because the person that you love can't be here and what would they do if they could be here and make the most of their time
0: yeah yeah Grace one of the things that I want to mention is that sometimes when we've lost someone close to us people don't know how to respond and so often they will not talk about the person because they are scared of upsetting us and i remember um after i I lost my partner we uh, someone sent me um, a private message and they said we wanted to share this this quote and this little short thing about grief but i was too worried that i was going to upset you and what i said back was no i would much rather someone talk about the person and talk about what's going on than not say anything at all because it actually can be harder when people don't talk about it and you can just feel so lonely in that grief journey.
1: Absolutely. And also when people aren't willing to talk about it, it's almost like they're dismissing the person who you've just lost um, because it, by not talking about them, it's like their their life didn't matter and it did matter. Um, yeah. And that's what I, I found so... Important, So that's why I tried to open up the discussion as much as I could with my friends as well at school, which was hard at first because when I tried to share memories of my dad, the first their first response was to go, oh, Grace, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and because they they didn't know how to handle it. But over time, as I shared more stories about my dad and made that more of an open conversation, they felt comfortable to listen and also share stories about their dads, which they were at first uncomfortable to do around me as well um but yeah it's hard we it's hard for the person who's lost someone we have to teach people around us how to i guess um how to deal with us or how to talk to us which is a difficult position to be in as well
0: that's so true we have to allow people um to be able to learn how to deal with us with our grief and we've got to be able to i guess and that's the tough thing actually being the instigator who talks about the person that we've lost which then gives them permission to go, oh, we're we're, we're talking about that, are we? Yeah, I-
1: exactly. It it puts a lot of um, pressure and responsibility on the person who's gone through this most um, extreme and really quite traumatic experience. Um, yeah. But that's unfortunately the way it seems to be at the moment.
0: Yeah. So you were 10 when you lost your beautiful dad. What are the best memories you have of your dad, Jeff?
1: Uh, I I think some of my best memories of dad was just his, um, his passion for telling stories. Um, I, I, I always loved, um, before I went to bed, he would either read Harry, the Harry Potter series out loud and he'd put on all the, the best voices or I'd ask him to tell me stories about when he was my age and all the crazy things that he got up to. Um, other things I remember are him being at his desk and writing all of the amazing scripts that he wrote for um, uh, all these different television series that he worked on and how um, passionate he was about the work he did and then seeing um, m- mum and dad working at the dining table, editing scripts. But, yeah, I, I remember his love of stories and also his love of family and friends. And my dad was an exceptional cook and would host the most amazing dinner parties at our house and, yeah, just someone who was so loving and generous.
0: Wow. What was the best meal that he made?
1: Oh, well, look, my favourite meal that he made was um, salmon and double-fried chips because um, it it originated after I did like swimming practice. I'd get out of the pool and there was a place, a cafe nearby that sold hot chips and I was always so jealous of the kids who got out of the pool and bought some of those. So (laughs) Dad just decided he'd make chips for me. Um, So that became kind of our um, Friday night tradition of having that.
0: Oh, I love that. Oh, that's really great. So have you picked up the cooking in your family?
1: Um, yeah uh, a bit uh, I, I and I have made salmon and double fried chips a couple of times not not the same standard but i i I've, I've attempted it um yeah no i i I really enjoy cooking for me it's a really nice way to just um get my head out, particularly during year 12, get my head out of study and do something different, shake it up um, and give myself a project. And being in the kitchen does bring back a lot of memories of helping dad out in the kitchen as well.
0: Oh, I bet it does. Um, if I can ask you about that, the time that you lost your dad, um, do you remember much about that time? Do you remember much about that day? Is it still really stark in your head or do the memories of that fade?
1: Um, look, there's some memories that really stand out from that time. Uh, I, I mean, I remember in that morning I went bike riding with Dad um, and then we went up to a market in our neighbourhood. But um, I remember, I think, most vividly being in the house. I was um, reading a, a reading a book at that point and I just for some reason noticed after a length of time I'd been reading quite a few chapters of this book that I was i was reading at that time and i just noticed that they seemed awfully still and i didn't know where Mum and dad were in the house so i started um calling out to Mum and dad and then i heard Mum say don't uh, like don't come here with dad's dad's not well um and so i stayed out of where Mum and dad were and i just remember walking around the house saying um keep breathing dad stay alive dad and i just kept um repeating that over and over to myself until the ambulance came and i think that's probably my most distinct memory of that day.
0: Yeah, it's well, so difficult. And um, yeah, yeah. And then you got to say goodbye to him.
1: Yeah. Well, look. Um, the ambulances took him away, and by the time he was in hospital, he was um, he wasn't um, conscious. Uh, but we we got to spend a few days with him around his bed in the hospital, and we had lots of um, friends and family visit us. There was a family room that we had, um, and. Uh, I also remember, yeah, going on walks with different family and friends, and how they were coping with the grief of losing their friend or their their sibling. Um, and uh, yeah, I, we kind of got to say good goodbye, but he wasn't he wasn't aware or conscious yeah. when we did.
0: But I'm sure that he, I'm sure that he knew. I'm sure that he knew you were there. And you know, it's it's a tough thing, and I don't think you you wouldn't wish that on on anybody, would you? The losing someone so special to you in your life but um i just know that he would be so proud of you grace and so proud of you and your mum and and how um you've done such an amazing job in honoring his legacy and we're going to talk about that just after this break you happy to stick with me absolutely awesome stick with us um i'm chatting with the amazing grace truman and we'll be back after this break